Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever or whenever you happen to be listening to this. Thank you for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Today, I'd like to revisit something that I've hearkened on in the past, and I've had an experience, a personal experience um, recently, uh, within the last uh, week or two, that made me realize that um, what it is that we have discussed on this particular topic is more important and timely than a lot of us um, realize. So, a former client of mine, yeah, a former, well, a former groom of mine, I handled their wedding a long time ago, maybe about nine years ago uh, in Abuja. Uh, he happens to have a passion for um, children's education. And so he has opened up, um, he has um, a child education product and also a child, uh, what should I say, recreation center, hobby center, something like that, something of the sort. But this is not a charity, it's, um, it's, a, it's a for-profit, um, it's a for-profit um, entity. Anyway, so uh, there are a couple of kids, um, or rather, should I say parents? A couple of kids in my school who have gone to that uh, particular center to have their uh their birthday is done there and each time that my son has gone there he's been there i think three times now he's had an absolute blast and it looks like they have a pretty um good uh setup and i think it's an interesting business model because i've seen uh two or three other such outfits in um abuja so you just have this kids uh center kids recreational facility or whatever and then you also uh, make some money from it by having people celebrate birthdays there and uh, things of that nature. So I think it's a really brilliant idea. So this uh, former groom of mine, um, he has set up uh, this thing. And um, since I know uh, the dude directly, I figured, hey, why not? Let me reach out and find out how much it would cost to have... Um, birthdays done there because since my son has had such a blast there he's been going on and on and on non-stop about how he wants his birthday to be there as well so i reached out to a couple outfits including his and then uh, when i got in touch with him um his response basically was uh, okay uh, no Ayla, i'm glad you want us to look at that uh, one of my team members will uh, call you back and um well obviously i'm sure he said so because he has quite a busy uh schedule i mean he's also involved in um financial services and so i mean a lot of time is uh no he's involved in no financial regulation yes financial regulation in uh in nigeria and so i'm sure a lot of his time is uh taken off you know doing regular um, office office stuff especially since um he's a very sharp fellow so he has risen through the ranks to become uh, one of the executives in um, this organization, which I'm not going to mention. So I'm sure that a lot of his time is um, taken up with these sorts of things. But I could have told him, but I didn't, that, um, well, you saying another member of the team is going to get back to me. I suspected that one of two things were going to happen. That one, either no one was going to get back to me, or uh, number two, someone's going to get back to me, but the conversation would be poorly handled. For those of you who've been listening to the podcast for a very long time, I'm sure you realize that um, by now, it's, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's obvious to you guys, that I am one who doesn't think in the early days you need to hand off 
your sales and marketing functions just yet. It might not be convenient, but I really think in the early days that we need to be running um, a whole lot of this stuff and there are a couple of things that we have to um, figure out um, at first. Well, anyway, the long and short of the whole story is we had that conversation maybe three weeks ago and as of today, no one has gotten back uh, to me, just like I suspected. I figured it has probably um, fallen through the cracks. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this up is because I know that there are a lot of us who would rather not handle this aspect of um, the business. That's responding to uh, cold inquiries because uh, you know, a lot of us just want to deal with serious buyers, in quotes, you know, people who are ready to uh, pull the trigger without having to do the dirty work. And I can say so for sure because there are a number of uh, people that I hang out with who know that I see no problem with handling these sorts of things myself, you know, uh, calling up strangers, um, dealing with people who call up uh, cold and then going through the whole uh, trouble of trying to figure out if they are serious, in quote. In fact, one of my friends who's a wedding planner uh, told me that uh, she wouldn't mind, well, she said it half jokingly, but it was one of those things where uh, it felt like there was an element of truth there. Uh, she wouldn't mind me taking over her sales process. So people call in, we go to bridal fairs, whatever it is. She just takes the entire book of business, put it in my lap, and then let me sort through who is serious, in quote, and who is unserious, and then hand over the rest to her. So I'm sure that there are lots of people in uh, this groom's um, situation and in my friend, the uh, wedding planner situation, who just would rather not do the dirty work. And um, this is a perennial issue that we've been discussing. Okay, I shouldn't be saying perennial because I've only been on the air for just slightly over a year. So let me not be presumptuous. Okay, so this is something that I've harped on for a very long time on the podcast. Um... And uh, this is one of the reasons why I think you shouldn't outsource your sales just yet. Because to outsource your sales, we need a couple of preconditions. Number one, you have to be totally familiar with your client base. And then you also should have decided on what the optimum sales process is. And then with these in mind, you are going to be able to assign responsibility. Because if you're not familiar with the client base, uh, chances are whoever it is that you're hanging off to it's not going to be familiar with your client base as well. So for my uh, former groom who has this, this center, he should be handling the calls until he's totally familiar with the client base so that when he hands off these inquiries to his staff, the staff know exactly what it is that they have to do. Because if they do not know what it is that they have to do and sales, the sales part of a business can be very unpleasant because who likes calling strangers and who likes going through the whole exercise of trying to figure out if people are serious or... Uh, trying to justify price or trying to get someone sold on uh, on a particular course of action. It can be a very unpleasant thing to do until you do it a couple of times and get used to it. So the chances are, if you are in this groom's position or my friend's position, who is the wedding planner, I hand it off to your staff. The truth of the matter is, they are going to do the easiest things to do in the business first and they will relegate the selling function uh, to the later part of the day or they'll just keep pushing it off and some things will fall through the cracks. So when you say, um, here, um, secretary, oh secretary of mine, um, call this person back, blah, 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 blah. The secretary will say, okay, no problem. But then she's going to sit down at the desk 
and subconsciously she's going to start doing the easiest or the more immediate things she'll say okay we need to uh, moderate social media we need to update the instagram handle um, oh we haven't paid the cleaners it's time for me to make that uh, transfer um, I mean, who knows what other activities that haven't been done for the day that the uh, secretary or whoever it is that you've delegated this function to is going to do. And uh, unfortunately, if you've told her, call this person back, and you've done that to five contacts, it's possible that at the end of the day, when she gets to it, she might only remember to call two or maybe three. And I think that's what happened to me in this regard, because it's a new center. And so, uh, like I said, for my school, my son's school alone, there have been three birthday parties so far from his class. So I'm sure they're getting some business. And it'll be easier for the office manager, for the receptionist, or for whoever it is, he said, call this guy back, to just focus on the people that are already coming through the door to do business. Now, the problem is, you do that, eventually you run out of your warm leads, that is people who already know you. It just happens because eventually all the kids in my son's class are going to have their birthdays there. And eventually, you know, everybody in the whole school is going to have their birthday there. That's assuming a best case scenario. But then what happens? The kids graduate. My son will leave for another school and, you know, everybody grows up and then leaves the schools. And then what next? Your warm base is dried up. That's the reason why it's important to keep following up on uh, people who drop in through other channels and to follow through on that. So you can't just rely on your uh, admin manager, your receptionist, your front desk officer, your um, whatever it is that you have to keep on um, following up on these um uh, on these opportunities, you can do that. But first of all, you have to do the dirty work. You have to become familiar with the client base and then decide on what the optimal sales process is. Come up with the sales process yourself so that when next someone picks up the phone and calls and says, how much for us to use your kid center? How much is it for you to plan uh, um, a wedding or whatever? You can hand it off to your admin manager, your receptionist, your secretary, your whoever, and say, call this person back. And both of you would be totally confident knowing that um, you're not just giving uh, vague instructions to call this person back and letting her figure out the whole process, but there's a process that you've come up with, um, you've written down, you've trained them all on it, so they know exactly what to do. They know how to uh, pick up the phone, they know how to call, they're going to know how to handle any objections that the other person might have um, uh, on the end of the line. They're going to know how to get to uh, what the root of the problem is. And they'll just have a general framework in mind, you know. So like in this kid center, um, I don't know what an optimal sales process would be for them. But let me assume that uh, the first thing to do would be uh, maybe to call, get some more information about the birthday what their expectations are and then maybe arrange a meeting so that they can come and sit down in person uh, to have a look at the facilities and then talk with uh, um, um, with someone about what the different packages and different options could be because there are some businesses where 
um, that's the philosophy behind it that it will be easier to close the deal once you get someone to come through the door sit down with someone and you guys are having a face-to-face -face and um, in-person conversation so I'm not recommending that for my friend and I'm not saying that that is what you should do as a wedding planner but that is just um, a possibility and then there are other businesses that try to uh, get things uh, moving along um, over the phone so it depends on um, the industry and of course it depends on what your philosophy is but the bottom line is have a process because if these people already had a process because I doubt that they don't uh, they do sorry um, whoever it was that he delegated it to would have just followed the process would have picked up the phone and say um, good morning sir uh, I guess that I should call you okay you're interested in using our facilities okay when is the birthday Okay, what do you have in mind? Oh, you said your son has been here before. Okay, which of the activities did he uh, enjoy? Okay, are these and these the sorts of things that you want to have done? Okay, you want to know the price? Well, the price might be anything between this and this and that and that. But in order to do that, um, we need to know some more about what it is that you have planned. Are you free for next week, Tuesday, so that you and Madame can, uh, can come into the center so that we can look at all the activities that we have here from dancing to arts and crafts to gymnastics to painting to body arts to everything and then um, maybe even bring your song along your son along so that we can sit down and come up with uh, something comprehensive that he will enjoy and his classmates will enjoy as well so uh, sir what do you think how does that sound okay your wife is not in town she's going to be back next week wednesday okay so how about thursday Okay, good. So both of you are free. Can you come in on Thursday, um, 11 o'clock? Okay, you guys have a lunch break then. What about 2 o'clock, sir? Okay, very good. So we see you 2 o'clock Thursday afternoon. And that's simple. There's a process. She follows the process. And then she does her own part to get them in. And when they come in, it's off to whoever it is the next person is that you have determined in the process to see if um, uh, they can close the deal. So... Um, I know that I've gone over this a couple of times before, but I will still keep going on about this because it happens all the time. I run into uh, friends, associates, family members who keep making this mistake. So yes, ultimately you're going to um, outsource your sales and your marketing function, but the time is not right now that you are trying to get things up and running. You should be the chief salesperson. Make sure you're totally familiar with your client base and with that you're going to be able to come up with an optimum sales process and it is only when these two conditions have been met you're totally familiar with your client base you've come up with the optimum sales process that you can assign responsibility because if you don't do both of this what exactly are you assigning you are assigning nothing if you tell your receptionist kemi uh, call this guy back i mean call this guy back for what you're expecting kemi to read your mind to know what needs to be done or to care for your business the way that you care about it she's an employee she's receiving a paycheck she's going to do what the easiest thing is so do not outsource yet figure out these things come up with a sales process and um, in the long run everybody's going to be happy for it because kemi's job is going to be a lot easier and you are going to get the sound of those beautiful pings with money getting into your account like you expect you should, which is the reason why we set up these businesses in the first place. 
So, thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. I'll catch you guys on the next episode.